Hello, Dork Squad. I'm Jonathan Cormer, and you're listening to Dork Tales Storytime, the podcast for kids and their pop culture-loving grown-ups. And this is an inspiring story about a hidden hero of history. It's a beautiful day for a story, adventure and glory, new friends and old ones too. It's an excellent day to get swept away in a tale, so let us regale you. Jonathan, uh, does my costume look silly? Why, of course not, Reg. You look awesome. Oh, thanks. I'm trying to portray the great dragon of the ACU. Ah, yes, from the Arthurian Cinematic Universe, which features the team of heroes known as the Excaliburs and their fearsome dragon foe, Toxin Terrifying. But... I don't know if my cosplay is successful. Oh, it definitely is. I love your spiky tail, and those talons look extremely realistic. Well, I do have the spines for the costume. No crafting needed. But I'm not quite big enough to look realistic. Maybe your version of Toxin spends his days hedgehog-sized to easily stealth into cities and towns. Then, he grows all big and scary when he's about to battle the Excaliburs. Oh, Jonathan, I love the lore. Plus, the way green steam comes out of your dragon mouth headpiece? Genius! Isn't it venomous looking? Rapunzel helped me create that effect using her scientific know-how. You're definitely going to be serious competition for the costume contest. Why, thank you. And you don't look too shabby yourself, Merlin. Yes, I am Merlin, the mega-powerful mage of the ACU. I couldn't resist. Ooh, I can't wait to get inside. I've been waiting for Once Upon a Con for ages. The largest convention for dork culture in Once Upon a Time, where creatures from all over this realm and other realms come together to geek out about anything and everything. Oh, look, the line is moving. Yee, we're finally going to get inside. Let our Once Upon a Con adventure begin. Wow. Wow is right. Hey, is that our bunny friend, Floppy Loppy, dressed as Toxin's greatest foe, Captain Camelot? You're right. Look at the detail and shine on her shield. Top notch. Excalibur! 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 Oh, there's so much to see. I don't even know where to start. Well, we've got the Decade Arcade. Mm, Yes, the description on the map says you can go there to experience video games through the years. Well, that's a must-see. Oh, we also have to stop by the Cosplay Causeway. Because your dragon will be a hit. Hey, how about we start over there, at all the artist booths? I want to see if I can find a new Excalibur poster to frame. To Artist Alley, I'm right behind you. Oh, gosh. People here are so talented. Look at this Guinevere the Guardian poster. Her armor looks so realistic. Jonathan? Ooh, and this Captain Camelot action figure? He's got a little shield and everything. 
Jonathan? What, did you find a good toxin Funko Pop? Uh, no. Look at that booth over there. Isn't that art for a show from your realm? <gasps> oh, we have to go over there. Hello, friends. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Live long and what now? It's a famous phrase from Star Trek. Welcome to the most fabulous booth at the con, Deep Space Drawings by Deanna. Name inspired by Deep Space Nine Star Trek series, I assume. You assume correctly. Wow, this is awesome. Uh, my name is Jonathan, and this is Reg. A pleasure. I'm so glad we found your booth. I love Star Trek. Uh, Deanna, are you from Jonathan's realm? I am. I always knew there was other universes out there. I mean, hello. I'm obviously a fan of exploring the unknown. Hmm, very Star Trek explore new worlds of you. I like to think so. So, one day... Oh, wait, don't tell me. Let me guess. You found a tree that was actually a portal and stepped inside and found yourself here in Once Upon a Time. I actually found the false wall in the back of our food pantry. But the portal part is the same. Well, welcome to Once Upon a Time. Your art is wonderful. Thanks. This place is great. I'm so excited to have found a place that loves stories so much. I hope I can spread the word about why it's awesome to be a Trekkie. Oh, that's what Star Trek fans are called, Reg. Ah, I see. Hmm, Trekkie, 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 Trekkie. Hmm. Ah, I love it. I want to be one too. Well, I painted all my favorite characters, so feel free to take a look and ask questions. Oh, delightful. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Uh, oh, uh, who's this? Oh, that's Lieutenant Nyota Uhura. The one and only. She is one of my favorite characters, and the actress who played her is an amazing person. Is she? She is. Well, tell me more. I must know as part of my new journey into Trekkiehood. Deanna, do you want to help me tell her story? I would love to. Then let's begin the tale of... Nichelle Nichols. Nichelle Nichols was born in Chicago in 1932. She began her artistic journey at an early age. Miss Nichols started studying dance with the Chicago Ballet Company at the age of 12. This led to her professional career as a singer and dancer. One of her earliest jobs was singing with Duke Ellington's and Lionel Hampton's bands on tour. They were both famous jazz musicians. And they toured the United States, Canada, and Europe. In 1959, Ms. Nichols was a principal dancer in the film version of Porgy and Bess. The first great American opera. She performed in the stage version as well. In fact, she appeared in many theater productions before her time playing Lieutenant Uhura on television. Ah, starting your career on the stage. I, for one, understand the call to tread the boards, the thrill of live performance, the delicious drama of... drama. <laughs> do you do a lot of performing, Reg? Only when the folktale forest folk demand it, which is always... <laughs> yeah, Reg is a natural thespian. Oh, and soon to be Trekkie. Uh, carry on with your story. Right. The original Star Trek series began in 1966. Miss Nichols portrayed the communications officer and translator. 
Lieutenant Noyota Uhura. She was one of the first Black women featured in a major television series. Her leading role was a groundbreaking moment, and a very important historical figure actually convinced her to stay on the show when she considered leaving the series. Who she considered leaving? She did, but it was Martin Luther King Jr. that showed her the importance of appearing on the show. Martin Luther King Jr. was one of the most important civil rights activists in the 1950s until his assassination in 1968. He was also Chucky himself. Wow. I know. Dr. King and Ms. Nichols were both at the same event the weekend after she handed in her resignation letter. Dr. King requested to meet her and shared with her that he felt her role in the show was vitally important. Miss Nichols was playing one of the first non-stereotypical characters on television, breaking a new ground for our Black people were portrayed in front of a wide audience. Stereotypes are simple portrayals of people, usually based on things like their race, profession, or age. There are many people of color throughout history who have been cast in one-dimensional roles. This is one of the many reasons that the character of Uhura was so beloved, because she defies stereotypes. In one of Ms. Nichols' interviews on National Public Radio, or NPR, she shared that Dr. King said by playing Uhura, Ms. Nichols was reflecting what we were fighting for, referring to the civil rights movement. He also told her it was one of the only shows he and his wife allowed their children to stay up and watch. After her conversation with Dr. King, she decided to stay in the cast. She went on to play Uhura for all three seasons of the original run. She also played the role in six Star Trek movies. Looks like we'll need to do a Star Trek marathon. I have a lot of catching up to do. Count me in. Ms. Nichols' influence went beyond her time on the show, Reg. Oh, really? She was very interested in space exploration and even worked alongside NASA. The National Aeronautics and Space Administration is an agency responsible for the civil space program and important space research. I love space! Miss Nichols did as well. She began her own program, which advocated for more women and people of color to become astronauts at NASA. And she was successful. Some of the people who were recruited through her advocacy were Dr. Sally Ride, the first American female astronaut, and Colonel Guyon Bluford. He was the first African-American astronaut. Wait, when we spoke about brave aviators and learned about Mae Jemison, didn't you say that she was inspired by Ms. Nichols as well? Oh, that's right, Reg. And Mae Jemison broke ground as the first African-American woman in space. Ms. Nichols also served on the board of the National Space Institute, a nonprofit space advocacy organization. And tons of NASA employees have said that seeing her play Lieutenant Uhura inspired them to join the agency. Ms. Nichols' legacy is galactic. She used her art and passion to inspire new interest in science and space exploration. I'm here selling my art to save money for school. She's inspired me to continue my love of exploration by studying science. How splendid. She's so awesome. One of the greatest characters in the Star Trek universe. Agreed. Deanna, I would like to take one of each of your paintings, please. All right. 
Let me package those up for you. Wonderful. Now, I have a very important question for you both. Can I please be a Trekkie now? Hmm. What do you think, Deanna? I don't know. Are you ready to adventure into space, the final frontier? And to explore a strange new world? Yes, yes to both things. I'm ready to go where no hedgehog has gone before. Oh, you are definitely a Trekkie now. Make it so. Let's fly. Engage. Energize. Hit it. Punch it. Come All right, Reg. Looks like the cosplay competition is starting in ten minutes. We should get over there to enter. You are shooing for the top prize, Reg. I mean, look at those sharp dragon teeth. Pretty fearsome, right? It was nice to meet you both. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. This has been a John in Character production. Today's story was written by Molly Murphy. Special thanks to Madison Smith, who voiced the character Deanna. All other characters are performed by Jonathan Cormer. Sound recording and production for the episode by Jermaine Hamilton at Hamilton Studio Recordings. Reach out to us on Instagram or email us at dorktalestorytime at gmail.com. You can find links in the show notes. Now, go be the hero of your own story, and we'll see you next Once Upon a Time. <laughs>